this is the Vision Driven Mom podcast, and I'm your host, Tracy Nolan Bierman, for moms, by moms who believe that anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. Each week, you'll hear firsthand relatable stories from moms that have journeyed through motherhood, from fear, loss, and heartbreak, to healing, empowerment, and success. Motherhood is truly the journey of a lifetime, so let's enjoy the ride together. Welcome back to the Vision Driven Mom podcast. I am your host, Tracy Nolan Bierman, and I have something special for you. Over the next five days, I'll be airing the audio version of the Regain Control of Your Life Challenge. Now, during the challenge, I'll be guiding an incredible group of moms in a private Facebook group through the process of creating a life vision. We'd love to have you join us in the group where you'll have access to this super engaging community, video lessons, workbooks, supplemental lessons, Q&A opportunities, as well as some really great prizes. Now, everything will be available in the Facebook group until Saturday, December 5th at noon, but you can also purchase the recordings and get some other really great bonuses as well. All you have to do is go to www.visiondrivenmompodcast.com to get yourself registered. All right. Enjoy. All right. And welcome to the Regain Control of Your Life Challenge. This is day number three. Today, we are talking about vocation. Now, vocation is the word vocation is derived from the Latin word vocare, or to call, or a calling, okay? So that's what vocation means. And uh, so I'm gonna share a little story about uh, one of my clients, Kim. Now, when Kim and I first started working together, and this was, this was she was in one of my first, very first coaching programs, and that was in early 2016. And when we first started working together, Kim, she had labeled herself the girl who gets laid off. Okay. That's what she was calling herself. That was, remember, I've talked about beliefs and a belief is really just a thought that you have thought over and over and over again. And she had, she had turned this thought into a belief. So she, the, the girl who gets laid off. Now we started getting, uh, you know, I, I invited her like I did with Elizabeth with, with getting clear about her, um, her soulmate with Kim, we got really clear about what it was that she wanted in a job. See what she was doing was really not, it, it was not what she was supposed to be doing. Okay. It was, it was, she was, she was, uh, she wasn't living into her full potential and into what she really wanted to do. So she got really clear about all that she wanted to do and the way she wanted to. Now listen to listen to these details that we went into. She wanted to work in a collaborative environment. Okay, she wanted to be have the freedom to be able to go to work or work from home or work remotely. She wanted freedom in in where she was able to work. But what she really loved was that collaboration. So she got real clear about that, that um, how it feels when they accomplish a a project and they're all, you know, they're all celebrating with each other and and really into the feeling of how it felt and, and got real clear about people came to for help and for advice. And she is now, she's considered an expert in her field. 
Now she got super clear and she knew, okay, when, when something came her way, yes, this is for me. No, this is not for me. Right. Really super clear. And she, she had to really um, change her belief system. She had to really believe that she was, that she was the expert and that she wasn't Kim, the girl who gets laid off. So again, I want to remind you that you are the author of the book of you, okay? Kim was the author and still is the author of the book of Kim. And you get to decide what goes on those pages. You know, you get to decide. Remember what I've talked about is, is you have this beautiful book. It's the book of you. It's the book of your life. Everything on the left-hand side is all, all everything that's happened to you to this date, to this moment. Everything on the right-hand side, those are all blank pages and you get to decide. You see, we, get, we, we have the option. We can either live life by default, which is just letting life happen at us and it's the way we're taught to live, or we can live by design. And that's what we're doing here. You're designing your life. Okay, when we let, when we let life happen at us, in that default setting, it's kind of like, you know, you let ha life, life happen at you. I, li I, I like to, uh, to compare it to that game of whack-a-mole, right? Something comes up over here, you whack it down. Something comes up over here, you whack it down. But when you're not super clear, you don't know what to say yes to and you don't know what to say no to. So that's what we're doing here, getting super clear. And if, if this is an area for you, a vocation, and, and even if you are, even if you're pretty happy in your work, but you would love it to be better, you know, that you know that it could be better, then this is the place for you. Now, when you're, when you're writing it down, this is what we're going to do. You're going to write it down in your workbook. It activates both sides of the brain. When you, when you think it, it's your imagination and that's your right side of the brain. And that, and we need that, right? But you, when you write it down, you activate the other side, the left-hand side, and that is the, the side that the, where you'll take action steps, okay? But we need both. So when you write it down, you're taking it from right brain to left brain. And then when you speak it, which is this, you have an opportunity to speak your vision in this group, okay? And it can be, it can be typing it in and that's fine. But the more you put it out into the world, the more that you're, it's a declaration, you're stating it, this is me, okay? And this week or today we're talking about vocation. So what would you love in your vocation, in your work in the world? What would you love to be or do or have or create or express or experience in the area of vocation? Now, your vocation, like I said, it's your, your vocation is your calling. Your, your vocation can be your work, but it can also be volunteer work too. And you want to use your, your present life to inform your vision. Now, if you haven't already in the get ready section in the units, there are, there are a couple of videos that you'll want to watch, okay? If you know what you want, then, and you still want to, know, want to watch them if you know what you, want, know what you want, but if you're not quite sure, watch those videos because the first video is what do you know for sure? This is where you're getting really clear on your absolutes, your absolute yeses and your absolute no's. And like I've talked about, most of us this year are pretty clear on our absolute no's and what we don't want, right? But we don't want to focus on those. We want to turn them around and create solutions, okay? And also going into your longings and discontent, there's a, there's an, uh, uh, 
a video in there about longings and discontent too. You're turning the, the discontent around, you're turning your absolute nose around and you're creating solutions. You know, maybe what is the opposite of feeling unstuck in your work? What does it feel like to feel valued at work? That was one of the things that, um, that we added to Kim's vision too, when she made the, the, the list of characteristics of the job, the position that she wanted. She wanted to feel valued. She wanted to be the go-to person. Like we need you, Kim, and they do. What does it look like to have a flexible schedule? Because a lot of people say, oh, I just, you know, I want freedom in my schedule, but you want to get clear about what they looks like. What does flexibility look like to you? So what would you love to be or do or have or experience in your work in the world? What did you dream about? And these, these questions are really just to get you kind of thinking um, about different, you know, the, all of, these, all of these, uh, these lessons that we're doing are all about getting you to think about these areas of your life in different ways. So what would you love to be or do or have or experience in your work in the world? What did you dream about doing as, as your work in the world when you were a kid? What have you thought would be a really cool vocation? Like, oh my gosh, I, I think I would love that. And if you're doing what you love, what would make it even sweeter? So these are, again, just some examples and, and, um, and ideas to get your, you know, to, to kind of get you thinking, get you thinking about different areas and in, in, in different ideas. So for Kim, she wanted a supportive work environment. She wanted to work collaboratively, but a lot of us like to work solo too. And she wanted to work, she wanted the, the option to work from home and in the office and remotely. And me, I love to work at home, but I also, I'm kind of a, the, the uh, uh, extroverted introvert. So I love to work at home, but I also love to be out. Right. So I like that flexibility, too. But some people really love to be able to work from home. You know, people with young children, what a gift to be able to work from home. And that's what most of us are doing right now. Right. Some people just are craving be being back in the office. You know, some people would like to. Oh, I had a friend um, at a, a mastermind partner one time who she um, what she really wanted to do was work in a different country every month for a year. She actually found this program where she worked in a different country every, every month for a year. Now she didn't have kids. You know, we were in different places like that. I, that, that is not for me. I, I, I like, I like my home. I like my comfort, but this was amazing for her. So that worked for her. You think about you and what you would love. Okay. Not just the norm. I mean, look right now, a lot of us who, who thought that, you know, a lot of the world thought that we had to be in offices, but look what's happened. We've been able to work from home, but you get to decide, you know, we're going to come out of this, this, uh, this 2020, whatever this is, <laughs> this interesting time in our lives, but we're going to come out of this eventually. Right. So decide now, decide now what you want and your hours. What kind of hours would you like to be working? Are you a manager or are you managed? Um, do you like structure or do you like freedom? Maybe you'd like to start a business or renew a business. Maybe you'd like to start a whole new career or get back into a career that you were in before. Maybe you'd like to write a book or start a podcast, start a foundation, maybe open a shop. Maybe you just like the, you like the company that you're with, but you'd like to change positions. Maybe you'd like to earn a, some kind of license or certification. Maybe you want to retire or volunteer or learn something new. 
And think about work-life balance too. What does that look like for you? Because it's different for every person. So again, these are just ideas to get you thinking and absolutely add fun into your vocation vision. Okay. And this is something that, that, uh, that, that Kim and I talked about too, is that they had fun and they, you know, they had water cooler fun and they had games and they, you know, it was, it was a very active, um, a very active, uh, environment that she wanted to work in. And you know what? She, she got that. That's what she got. So we want to definitely make sure that you're adding fun into your vocation as well. And we don't, it doesn't always have to be serious. You know, maybe you're the one. I have a client right now and that's what she wants to be. She wants to bring in the light. You know, she wants to bring in the fun. I love that. So again, imagine that you're in a time machine and you're going three years from today. Okay, so it's it's uh, December 2nd, yep, December 2nd, December 2nd, 2023. It all worked out, okay? Again, we're talking about the what and not the how. It all worked out. Oh my gosh, you are loving your life. And, you know, you're looking back, you're looking back and you have become the woman who, the woman who what? What is your vocation? What is your, what is your vision for your vocation? Three years from today, you're looking back. You're sharing your story. Maybe it's maybe you're maybe you're meeting up with uh, with one of the the women in this group. Maybe you met met one of the women in this group, and you you meet up through three years from today, and you say, "Oh my gosh, my work is amazing. I love what I do." What would that look like for you? Okay, you have become that woman. Okay, so you're you're looking back. You're looking back, and you're saying, "Oh my gosh, wow, I did this, and I did this, and I did this." And this is who I am. So how does it feel to be you? You're using I am statements. Now, Kim's was, um, she, I am a, uh, I can't remember the, the exact title that she had, that it is, but she's a, she's a game artist, right? I am a, I, it's like an acronym, um, a game artist. That's her. I am this. Okay. She practiced that. I am this. I am this. I am this. It's not, I want this. It's, I am this. Present tense. When you're writing this in your vision, it's present tense. It's not I want to, it's I am. Okay. And making sure that you're adding imagery um, in your vision as well. Like I said, you're writing a book. Okay. You know, the, the best books have great imagery. Like you, they, they take you right into it. Now you don't have to be an amazing writer, but you do want to add imagery in it so that when you read it or when I read it, I can, I can get a feel for what you're talking about. You know, when Kim and I were talking, but in, in, in part of her vision too, was that she had the, she had an office with a, um, with a window, okay, where she could see out the window and she could, she's in Seattle so that she had a beautiful scenery outside of the window. Okay. So, so really imagine what would you love and feeling tone? How does it feel to be you? And I always say to, to add expansiveness into that, into your vision, not just flat. Your vision is not just about words. Okay. It's about feeling. It's about feeling tone. How does it feel to be you? The pride, right? Kim is proud of herself, of what she's accomplished and what she's done. Okay. And adding the five senses as well and approach goals. And I've talked about this, this before. It's not, I, you know, I, I don't want to work for um, somebody who treats me badly. You know, it's, I, I am, I am working for someone who values me. I am working for someone who, um, who uh, appreciates me, who respects me. 
okay? Instead of, we're not talking about what we don't want, we're focusing on what we do want. And five, sensorizing it. What does it feel like? What does it look like? What does it taste like? What does it smell like? What does it sound like? Now for Kim in, um, in her vision, you know, it, sound, it sounded happy. People were, you know, they were having conversations and they were enjoying each other. Another part of her vision was that they celebrated together when they accomplished, you know, they, they, they lifted each other up. And so sounds of celebration. Right. And, so, and she also she, she likes little practical jokes. So she she liked the idea of um, of having fun in the office. Right. So and at the beginning of your vision, I always like to put I am so happy and grateful now that now I've talked about this creating future memory. That's what Kim was doing. And I'll tell you what we did, too, is we was is every time that she had an interview, we practiced. You know, she went, she put on like what it felt like to be this game artist. Okay. She actually, she, she would, before a, um, before she would go on an interview, she would, you know, she'd get her nails done and she'd, she'd get her hair done and she'd, she'd, uh, you know, she's, she'd dress nice and she would practice this before she actually went into the, uh, into the interview. And she went into the interview with a, with, with, uh, with the, that, that uh, future memory in mind, like this is what it feels like to, to be rocking this interview. Okay, these are just, these are all of the pieces that we put together um, to, uh, to, so that she could become this woman um, and being as grateful for it now as you will be when you have become the woman in your vision. Okay, so I am so happy and grateful now that, oh my gosh, my life is amazing. I love this. And this or something better still. I like to put this or something better still at the end of the vision. It's, and again, it's that, 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 uh, that balance between having a crystal clear vision, knowing exactly what you want, but leaving it with an open hand because God, the universe, your higher self, whatever it is, knows best for you. Okay. So you don't want to be wrapped so tight about around this thing that if it doesn't happen, you're going to miss other opportunities. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. So other opportunities that may come your way. So you're, you're opening up your awareness. And so I'm going to share with you a story about um, life mastery. I'm a life mastery consultant and uh, going to, um, I'm going to tell you a story about becoming a life mastery consultant. So when, like I said, when I met my coach, Susan, I knew, I knew as soon as I started working with her, I knew when I went to that workshop that she was doing what I wanted to be doing. So she was, a, she's an example of the very thing I wanted, right? So uh, they had this big live event, like three, three or four times a year. And so I went to this live event, knowing that they were probably going to offer me, um, you know, make an offer to um, get into this coach training. And I knew in my heart that this was the right thing for me. I just knew it, right? I, I, I just, I could feel it I, intuitively. I just knew this, this was right for me. So I, um, you know, they, they, of course they made the offer and it was way more than I had anticipated. It was, um, it was, uh, it was $12,000. And at that time I had not had an income for seven years uh, because I had been a stay-at-home mom. And I called my husband. I had this sweaty 10 minute conversation with him. Like, oh my gosh, I, you know, I, um, 
I, I'm going to pay this off. I don't exactly know how right now, but I'm going to pay this off. And my my promise to him was I'm going to pay this off before the uh, the credit card was due, bill was due. So, and I am just, I am, you know, I'm white knuckled. I had, uh, I had cotton mouth. I was just, a, I was a mess. I was a bundle of nerves having this conversation with my husband, but deep inside, I knew that this was right for me. Now, I don't recommend that you go and put $12,000 on a credit card. That's not what I'm saying. But I knew that this was for me, right? So um, so I get signed up and on my way home, um, I fly home. My hus husband picks me up from the airport and uh, we get in, a, in a, an accident. We actually total the car. It was a uh, hit and run. It was a, um, it was a you know, it, it was, they, they totaled the car. We were lucky to be alive. Um, and I just came out of it, you know, it was a very sensory experience. If you've ever been in, in, a, in a massive car accident, it was, it was, uh, it was, uh, it was kind of surreal, but I can still, I can, I can, you know, it was, it was, I, kept, I saw white and I, I actually had glass, you know, I could hear the glass shattering. I can hear the, the, um, the screeching metal and um, the smell of burnt rubber. Um, I actually took off my boots um, that night when we finally got home and there were little pieces of glass from the windshield in the boots anyway. So, um, so, but I came, came out of that just with this feeling of gratitude and this feeling of knowing that it was all going to be okay. Again, I didn't know how, but I just knew it was going to be okay. And so I kid you not, it was the, um, the week that the credit card bill was due. I get a check in the mail for $12,000, okay, and paid off. And, and here's the thing. I didn't have to go and buy another car. We had another car already. We had a third car. We had a car. It wasn't my favorite car, but um, but we had a car. It was already insured. And like, I didn't even have to get a, a, a rental or anything like that. The reason I share this story with you is because I'm inviting you to think in ways that are not linear, okay? When it comes to all areas of life, including vocation. Okay, that it doesn't necessarily have to, it doesn't always have to go, you know, I see an ad for a job and then I apply for a job and then I go for an interview. It doesn't always have to happen that way. Okay, so I'm inviting you to open up your mind to possibility to different ways that um, that might come your way. And that's your, your opening, you're your, uh, leaving it with an open hand. So when you're so wrapped around tight, it's got to go this way. Bing, 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 bing. Okay. Life is not linear. We, as humans, we have set that up in our minds that it's linear and it's not. Okay. So opening up your mind, holding it with an open hand so that you are, so that you can accept things when they come your way. So you're aware of them. Okay. So again, you have to believe it to become it. Now we go deep into belief and deep into mind work in the Renew Your Life course that I that I hold. It's a six-week course, but you want to know, you know, the what, not the how right now. It's the what. The how comes later. The how comes in the Renew Your Life course, but we're talking about the what. What would you love? What would you love in the area of your vocation? You want to suspend disbelief and it's going to, you know, it, you, you, that disbelief is going to continually come back to you because that's our minds, right? Where our minds are, my, my, uh, one of my favorite um, ministers, Michael, Michael Bernard Beckwith, he says that, you know, we have, we all have a negativity folder. Okay. If you think about in the morning, when you wake up in the morning and you just, like, you have no thoughts, you're, you're just neutral. 
and your mind immediately immediately goes ding 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 up there's that thing there's that there's that negative thing right so it's a practice to suspend the disbelief believe in believe in yourself believe in your vision open your mind to possibility it doesn't have to come linearly and the circumstances doesn't don't don't matter okay at least right now when we're imagining Okay, because once you start thinking, oh, but I need this, but I need money, but I need the the contacts, but I need, you know, but I need the time, you know, we're we're gonna put that aside for now. Right now, we're deciding what would you love. All right, so write your vision, write your vocation part of your vision in your workbook. Share your some of your vision in the Facebook group. Some of you have been doing that. And thank you so much because it's really helpful for all of us. And if you share it and, and I make some suggestions, this is for all of us, right? So everybody can benefit from, from the sharing. Um, you can uh, share with a comment or a GIF. A GIF is really fun. You know, maybe maybe uh, your vocation, you know, some a, a gift that has to do with a vocation that you would really love. A link, an image, or a video would be fantastic. And all right, so that is the end of our lesson for tonight. Okay, and let's see. Thanks for listening to this episode of Vision Driven Mom. To get started on your Vision Driven Mom journey, head over to www.visiondrivenmompodcast.com and join the five-day Regain Control of Your Life Challenge, where I will guide you in creating a life vision that is ideal for you. Anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. Goodbye for now.